welcome everybody to the very first episode of a new podcast series that we'll be releasing every week. Uh, we are the members of Reset Gaming, and you are listening to the Reset. My name is Josh, also known as Vex. We have Seth, also known as Tubin Monkey. Hello. Uh, we have John, also known as Apollo. Also known as Dick Bud. <laughs> and we have a very special guest with us uh, for our very first episode. Uh, it's John's wife, Ashley, also known as uh, Gutter yeah. Sluts Not. Or Fizz. I prefer that. Hi. Well, hey, uh, <laughs> glad that you guys could all make it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll just jump right into it. Um, the first couple things that I wanted to talk about is a couple viral videos that have been uh, making a buzz in the gaming community today. Uh, the real-life GTA vid that was put out by Corridor Digital. Uh, it's definitely one of the best GTA-related videos that I've ever seen, personally. Uh, everything from character movement style and whatnot, the gunfights, everything is completely, completely fake, but it flows so well. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on it? He didn't pick up the money. It's not real. <laughs> he didn't pick up the money. He did pick up the money no, at one he point. He picked up some of the money. No, yeah, he didn't pick up the money. Yeah. It wasn't real. I didn't see him pick up the hooker either, so it's not he real. He didn't kill any hookers. It was not real. Yeah, it wasn't real. This is very true. Well, okay, well, well <clears throat> check that Corridor Digital for some reason if you watch this horrible monstrosity of a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Next time, kill hookers, hide in a trash can. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, it looked beautiful. It looked real. The next oh, yeah. it was real, but... Well, of course it was real, but... Corridor Digital. They always uh, impress. They, they, they do. They, they put out high-quality uh, entertainment. If you guys haven't checked them out, definitely give them a check out. Uh, the next thing that has been making a little bit of a buzz uh, is someone actually rendered Grand Theft Auto Vice City, you know, which came out in 2002. Uh, they rendered it using the GTA V engine, and... Uh, you guys watched the video uh, before we started this, and it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. Sure did. Oh, the modding community is going absolutely apeshit with the GTA Five engine, and uh, I'm excited to see where it goes from there. Because if you look at look at GTA Four and the Ultra Packs that they had come out for that, it looks like next gen. It really does. What the hell are they gonna do with with this? You know, it's I'm waiting for a Vice City. That would be awesome. Well, what, what makes me think about stuff like this is uh, what, do you, what do you guys think Rockstar, Rock, Rockstar, <laughs> Rockstar, Sean Connery, Rockstar. what do you guys think Rockstar should do? You know, do you think they should take this in stride and say maybe we should give the people mm -hmm. updated versions of maybe San Andreas, maybe Vice City? I think they should. Once. Everybody don't talk at once. <laughs> I think they should because if they if they really look at the modding community on PC and what they've been doing with it lately since the release of GTA uh, 5, mm -hmm. they would be stupid not to support it. I mean, they really, really need to, especially with uh, all the fan service that people have been doing with previous titles and going forward. They should definitely consider doing something like that. And then... Even going into the way mods have even been moving into the console and moving away from PC stuff. I mean, not moving away, but moving into the PC uh, 
world and console it's getting kind of out of control a little bit on console so they need to support it and they need to push and they need to take the fans opinions and the things that they created in stride maybe I'm hoping for a, a, a either HD or a remake or maybe just go back yeah. and kind of do you know I mean look what they did with the newest GTA is is basically another San Andreas yeah in a Except sense you get to play as uh a crazy white guy, uh, a sneaky white guy, and then you get to bring back, you know, playing as the classic black guy from the hood. Good old Trevor and Franklin. I gotta That's say, gonna though, be... uh, I'd much rather uh, CJ than I did Franklin. I like to see oh, yeah, yeah. San Andreas a lot more. A lot more relatable. He, had way more, he had way more personality. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that the characters around uh, Franklin are a little bit more vibrant than himself. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Alright, so moving on, I'm sure that as uh, as football fans, uh, myself, uh, John, and Seth, uh, Ashley, eh, here and there, um, <laughs> I, think, I think we can all take, I guess, some sort of breath in saying that um, uh, another one, our, our biggest hobby, uh, all three of us definitely would have to be video games. Uh, it's actually being implemented a lot more in sports, which uh, the Dallas Cowboys are actually starting to train their quarterbacks using virtual reality. Now, as a diehard New Orleans Saints fan and Denver Broncos fan, uh, let me just be the first one to say before the rest of you clowns jump in on this like wolves to the flock, it doesn't matter if Tony Romo has an imaginary ball or a real ball. It will still get intercepted 99% of the time. True. <laughs> <clears throat> There's nothing that can help him. Well, my, I think it's a smart move, actually. Like, just, just the concept of VR. Because imagine people coming at you thinking from a first-person perspective what's going to happen, the decisions you have to make in a, a herb quick situation and being able to go back and see it again in that same perspective to see what you could have done different. You understand what I'm saying? No, I'll, I'll completely agree with you. I mean, it's after like, honing my skills in video games for the yeah. better part of a decade and some, uh, I'll tell you right now, if I feel the slightest bit of like a bug or something crawling on me, I'll start Dark Souls rolling in yeah. less than a second. So I, I could see how I think it could help, seeing as how... Uh, the Cowboys have not won a Super Bowl since 1996. Uh, granted, we won our first one a couple years ago, but they always fall short in the playoffs. Yeah. So it just seems like maybe this will give them, you know, a little bit of extra edge they need. Seth, what do you think? I think, I mean, the VR thing is, VR is going to be pushed into multiple, multiple uh, areas in the in the. It's happening right now. So getting to see going to the NFL like that, that's another great training tool. And like John was saying, you got a quarterback, okay, if he's using this VR thing or even any player, receivers, you know, something like that, you're going to be able to train more with more scenarios in a shorter amount of time than you would doing real practice. You know, I mean, you could sit there, be on the field, do your drills, do everything you need to do, off the field, you can still practice, mm -hmm. right. you know, and still get the experience in the immersion. It's all about immersion, you know. 
Now, my question and, to you guys, I'm going to put a pin in yours. Well, I, I just want to kind of segue into this. You're saying that, you know, VR will be able to help them. You know, they'll be able to get that experience before, you know, going onto the field. Some kind of, um, I guess, sort of like a system shock, giving them, you know, everything that they could possibly have to imagine, any worst case scenario on the field. Now, my question to you is, do you think their program will be better than Metal Gear Virtual Training Missions? No. <laughs> because you can't choke someone out. This is true. And hide the body. And what do you think Tony Romo is going to do when he realizes that he can't beat Psycho Manus because there's no player to port? Um, <laughs> the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, Marshawn Lynch, which uh, running back Seattle Seahawks, or did he get traded no, uh, I think he's still there. Okay, well. I think so, too. As you all know, Marshawn Lynch is a well-hated person in the city of New Orleans. We are still recovering. We, we are recovering more from that stiff arm than we are Hurricane Katrina. Let's just go ahead and talk about that. Um, he is being mapped out for a video game, and surprisingly, it's not Madden. Uh, I know you guys saw this earlier, but uh, Marshawn Lynch is actually going to be featured in Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Uh, first, I know Seth has very strong opinions on this, so we'll save him. Uh, John, what do you think about maybe you know sports players being brought into the video game industry? Because after about maybe a couple years ago, we've seen a lot more... Um, I mean... I add, uh, you know, adding of... Um, People. Shit. What's the what's the word? Celebrities. Like, celebrities, yeah. actors, etc. Especially, especially in the Call of Duty franchise, they've been doing that. Yeah, but now you see, before I get your quick reaction, I guess we'll get a, a quick joke in here. Um, do you think you will hear, you know, like, Lynch, take out that AC one thirty with your combat football? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I can see him saying, uh, I'm just here because I'm getting paid to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he even says anything at all. If he says anything at all. Apparently, he's going to play a villain, too. A it's villain? Be interesting. Yes. Yeah, is his villain. primary move going to be stiff arms? Yes. <laughs> he's just stiff arms everybody. <laughs> well, they might his final form. Yeah, that'll be his final form. Just count that entire level as unbeatable the <laughs> second that he comes in and starts doing the stiff arm. Uh, so, John, what, what do you think about having people, uh, I guess, sports stars being brought into video games? I mean, it, I think it's all right. I mean, he has the physique to do all the stuff that they do with the motion capture because that's what he's actually being, being brought in for is the motion, motion capture of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's going to have any speaking parts, which he probably won't. But, uh, I mean, I think it's fine. I don't see nothing wrong with it. I don't see why they're making a big deal out of it. It's just another person. Well, given a... a what they're saying that they're, they're want to try to accomplish with this, right, is, um, you know, they're trying to... Call of Duty Black Ops is going to focus a lot and try and pull them back into the MLG aspect. Uh, pull them more into the esports community, which I mean, this is a, a rant podcast, so our opinions are obviously what people are going to hear, and they're going to get angry on their keyboards. But I don't see Call of Duty, Halo, 
anything like that ever being considered real esports. No. So, I mean, I can guess I can see the bridge between them wanting to turn that into esports and then bring in other sports, you know, like other physical sports players into the actual esports scene, which I think ESPN just sees esports as a cash cow anyway. Yeah, which it, I really don't think they give a shit. No. So, I mean, you, speaking of esports, you talked about how it blew up though over the past year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think they are trying to just cash in on it right now. Well, yeah, look at all the big tournaments that have been yeah. popping up and how much money is being associated with it. Why not bring in someone like this to kind of open that window for more people to be like, hey, this person's associated with it, so maybe I should take a look at it. Especially with Call of Duty. We already know it sells millions of copies. Just because something sells millions of copies doesn't mean it's worth a shit, but that's just my opinion. I don't... I don't... I could care less if he he's associated with the next Call of Duty game. All they want to do is bring as much attention to their franchise that they shit out every single year <laughs> constantly and every every person that's associated with the game is is almost in the same thing with football it is a blown up halftime show with all the pizzazz and all these half-assed celebrities just to put on a, a shitty forgettable show that no one's going to care about until next year yes. exactly like a halftime show who's going to play in the next halftime show who's going to be in the next call of duty Who's going to Who show their fucking... kitty on the next Call of Duty? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, which mishap is going to happen? You know, it's going to sell a million dollars and people are going to forget about it the next day. You know, basically. Well, except Call for 13 year olds telling us to suck their dicks. Yeah. Well, not I mean, me, I'm not going to waste my money. I will say this in lieu of the negativity towards Call of Duty, I mean, I don't prefer it. I prefer Battlefield because it's a much more in- rich experience. Call of Duty is a pick up and play game. It's yeah. an easy pick-up-and-play game, so therefore it does have a wider appeal. And they're trying to broaden that spectrum. And then like John said with the eSports stuff, I don't think Call of Duty and I don't think the new Halo are going to really be that game that's going to be new into the eSports scene. They're pushing for it, but I don't see why. Because it's just not... It doesn't have a lasting factor. It doesn't. And the way that they're marketing it is is... They make as much money as possible, as quick as possible, and then they pop out the next game as soon as they can. Hopefully that doesn't happen with Halo, because I am more of a fan of Halo than Call of Duty. But I, I, st- I just I don't like the direction in which it's going. Yeah. The, the established games in the esports scene have been around for a while, and they're going to continue to be there because they have that, that lifetime about them. Yeah. Like... Uh... Counter-Strike and... <coughs> the Counter-Strike, you got League, League uh, you know, Dota. Dota. Dota StarCraft. Yeah, yeah these StarCraft games have been around. If you, you, you say StarCraft in any of the eastern countries, like you talk about Asia, Korea, you know, Asia, the greater part of Asia, Korea, Japan, whatever, you bring up StarCraft and those people are like gods to them. Yeah. Yeah, that's their football to us basically yeah. like that you know going into the whole football thing 
the sport's huge over there, and and I think the the West is starting to take notice of that, especially with games like League of Legends mm-hmm. or Dota that are bringing a lot of attention. And then like the ESPN thing, I mean, we, what was it, just a, a month ago or two months ago where they broadcasted on ESPN, they, they showed a, a live tournament, you know, and that kind of opened up the eyes to a couple of people. Yeah, ESPN is going to see that. They used, they used that as a test. It yeah. wasn't by accident. It wasn't. You know, just a, just it was a test. That's yeah, exactly what it was. What kind of revenue they could bring in? Mm-hmm. Exactly, and the reaction. You know, there was negative, but there was also positive. positive. Yeah. Okay. So. Before, before we move on to our uh, last segment, which is the showcase segment of uh, this podcast this week, um, I just wanted to go over the uh, the ESPN Mag cover with you guys. Uh, you know, they, this is their esports issue. You know, that's when that's how they announced. You know, Marshawn Lynch bringing the beast mode uh, to Call of Duty. Uh, you scroll a little bit further down, which it the the second title just well, I guess the second bullet point on the the cover just really makes my heart smile. Uh, the first one says millions of people revere gaming phenom PewDiePie. Um, I no comment. No comment. I'm not gonna try no. and piss anybody off. Nope. We're not even going to go into that territory. Uh, that'll be another podcast. Um, <laughs> the second one just makes me absolutely happy to see such a big name in the League of Legends professional scene getting credit and recognized on a national magazine that on a country he's not even from. And that's Millions Watch Faker rule League of Legends. Yep. Faker is one of my favorite players. Me and John play League more than uh, Seth does. And uh, we can both, you know, say that Faker is the god. God, yeah. Faker is the god, and it's it's just it's really awesome that you know they've they've been giving people work visas for esports. You know, Faker now resides in the United States, and it's just awesome that I guess the government is kind of sort of getting involved with the whole esports scene and allowing visas and work visas for people like Faker and uh, a couple of the Korean players, Lust Boy, et cetera, to come over and actually play, you know, in America. Now, our final topic, which I'm sure everyone is hyped about, and that is E3. E3! E3! Now, the first thing we're going to talk about really quick, we're going to touch base on, then we're going to go into... um, a long list of confirmed games, and then we're going to talk about some of the most hyped games, and then we'll get everyone's opinion on how whatnot's going. Uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is the official E3 schedule. Guys, get your shit ready. Get ready for the live streams. Uh, there's going to be a lot of good shit this E3. I've, I haven't been excited for an E3 since probably Halo 3 came out. Yeah, it's supposed to be the best one in a long time. Um, after 30 minutes of pre-shows, uh, each press conference is going to kick off as follows. Um, Bethesda is going to be on at 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern time, uh, June 14th. And then um, June 15th at 3 a.m. at the crazy people times of not America. America. Um, America. We won't get into those times because... Yeah. Honestly, I have no idea what BST is. Any of you? Nope. I yeah. was going to say Boston Satellite Time, so I don't wow. think it's Boston, Boston Satellite. Satellite. 
Boston. Boston. No. British Standard Time, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe. Microsoft is going to be on June 15th at 9.30 Pacific Time, uh, 12.30 Eastern. Uh, EA, uh, <laughs> Jesus, shouldn't have showed up. June 15th at 1 p.m. Uh, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Ubisoft to follow. What's that? I said, who's ready for two hours of Call of Duty? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Ubisoft comes on uh, June 15th at 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Sony, what, what? Uh, June 15th, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific Time, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Nintendo will be on June 16th at uh, 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 p.m. Eastern. Now, of course, there's going to be other companies and other little things here and there popping up, but these are just the main things that the schedule wanted to, to stress. Um, how do you guys feel about the the big companies that they have listed that are showing up? I'm excited for Bethesda, for sure. Because they always uh, always come out with good games. I think everyone's excited for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're excited for Bethesda for another reason, and we're going to get into <laughs> it a little bit later. Um, and then all the I'm, companies showing up yeah. is definitely a plus. Yeah, this is a plus. Too. Yeah, Nintendo. I'm glad uh, you know everybody down at Nintendo decided to get their shit together. Uh, I'm excited personally for Sony. Uh, I'm a PlayStation fanboy. I own a PS4. John and Seth both own Xbox Ones, so I'm sure they're excited to see what uh, NSA changes that they're going to be making to probably reading their dick print just to load up Xbox One. Um, <laughs> next thing I do have I do have some news on that on Microsoft's thing. Well, go ahead. What What do you got? Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay. Uh, well, I guess uh, first thing, let's start off with um, a list of confirmed games. Uh, we all have our list in front of us. Uh, we'll go down the line, make a couple comments, and we'll 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 get genuine reactions. Uh, first off, from Ubisoft is Assassin's Creed Syndicate. It's going to be dropping for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, I was a fan of the early Assassin's Creed titles, and, and once they got rid of Connor, which was the Native American, shout out, all of you guys are illegal. Um, <laughs> it just... I can't hear you it, over the smoke screen, bro. That's <laughs> fucked up. Oh, eat my dick. After that one, they just completely lost me. Uh, Seth, what do you think about the Assassin's Creed series and the uh, game coming out? Ah, uh, I'm not really a fan of the series. I mean, yeah. not. I just haven't really played it, and all I've all I've seen from it is the bad from the games that they've been releasing, and they've been coming out with a lot of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's kind of hard to keep up with it, and let alone not really that enticing because of all the broken unfinished products they've been putting out <laughs> very valid point john when whenever i played assassin's creed i played it up until i think three was it three i don't know the, the same one with connor mm -hmm. and then i saw unity come out and i was like yeah, it looks pretty good and then they, they're becoming like Call of Duty now. They're just putting it year after year after year. Yeah. They're not taking their time like they did on the first, second, maybe the third one. And it's just it's going to shit, so I'm not really excited for Syndicate. It's probably going to be just like Unity, all buggy as fuck. Yeah. 
Ash, I don't think you've played any of the uh, Assassin's no. Creed titles. Okay. The lore was great in the first two games for sure. The story, I, the story is always one of the best parts of those games, but it's like you, you're right in what you said. Ubisoft seems like they they are just like getting constant memos from fucking Treyarch and um, Activision, and they're just like, hey guys, why don't you just put out something new? Yeah. But it's just. We haven't been working on nothing new. We've been working on the exact same game for the past fucking ten years. Oh, slap a new name on it. Pretty much. Change the main character. There you yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> the next uh, title on this list is Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah, that comes out um, in like two weeks. Yeah, it actually comes out, I think, the 23rd. Yeah. Um, that is from Rocksteady and Warner Brothers Interactive. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, which Warner Brothers Interactive has done an amazing fucking job with this entire series since the first one. With um, it was Arkham Asylum, right? Yeah. Yes. And then was Arkham City, and then now there's there's Arkham Knight. Um, I played the first one. I played the second one. I'm excited for this one. This is going to be one that I'm definitely going to be purchasing for the PlayStation. Um, John, I think you were actually the first person to show me Arkham Asylum. Uh-huh. I believe so. Great game. Very, very good game. Um, uh, Seth, have you played any of the, uh... The, I watched Arkham you Asylum? play Asylum, but that's I didn't... That's true, you watched I, I 100% Asylum at your house. Yeah, and then that's the reason I didn't play it. <laughs> true, I was, <laughs> I'm, I'm a weird creature when it comes to video games. If someone plays it and I watch them, then I'm not going to play it. Yeah. It's a great, it looks great. Don't get me wrong, I've seen a lot of stuff on it. It looks amazing. It looks like they really put a lot of work into it, and that just goes to show you. Take your time, put out a good product, and people <laughs> sing its praises. You're uh, you're getting a little robot-y, by the way, Seth. Um, oh. There we go. <laughs> Uh, the next couple titles on this list we're going to skip over because, honestly, don't know what they are. You're not, not excited, excited for, about uh, Battleborn? Well, I, inform me of what, what Battleborn is. I've heard uh, nothing of it. Battleborn, I think, was uh, shit. No, it's... He don't even shit. know. <laughs> <laughs> it was shit. I, I know. Battleborn it's, is it's, a it's on the same battle arena game from Borderlands developer yeah. Gearbox Software. So it's also being released by 2K Games. Um, we just need another Bioshock. Like I, it's I know pretty a much, bunch of people uh, are it, actually excited for this game. And it looks like Overwatch. I just looked is, at like yeah, it's essentially Overwatch. Overwatch. It's just I think that's why it sounds familiar. Just made by a different company because Overwatch oh, okay. is made by Blizzard. Yeah, which yeah. is gonna be an awesome game too, which I can't wait. I to think see. Overwatch is actually gonna be pretty good. I'm actually looking forward to Overwatch. Yeah, and which I'm actually not... gonna play. Overwatch. Uh, that might be like a surprise thing at E3. They might show more about Overwatch because it's not on the list of games. If they don't just save it for BlizzCon. Or they might save it for BlizzCon. They might end yeah. up saving it for BlizzCon. Um, Maybe just a hint. The next thing that's on this list, uh, obviously we hinted on it earlier. None of us are excited for it. None of us are going to buy it. Call of Duty Black Ops 3 from Treyarch Activision. Uh, <laughs> coming out on not my console because we're not supporting that. Uh, not Xbox One because they're not supporting that. Thank God. I wish it's, they weren't. I wish it was true. Stories. Just be. Uh, it'll be out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, we're just gonna completely skip over it. <coughs> Thank you. Uh, we talked about it enough. Uh, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided from IDEOS Montreal, Square Enix, uh, PS4, Xbox One, PC. Um, 
I played Human Revolution and I played a couple of the earlier DX, Deus Ex games, DX, suck it, Deus Ex games, <laughs> and I'm excited about it. I don't have much to say about it because uh, this is the first time that I see and know that a new Deus Ex game is coming out. You guys got anything to add about the the whole Deus Ex thing? I really have you guys played it. Deus Ex? I never played it. I, I've never played the other ones. They looked really good, and I've seen a lot of videos on them. I wanted to try it, but I never got a chance to. Uh, the next it's... thing on the list is Destiny, which I'm assuming they're going to announce another DLC. expansion. Yeah, it's just DLC. That's which, on the disc. Yeah, it's on the it's disc. It's going another, another $40 of <clears throat> uh, Definitely a game. Damn you, Activision. Completely overhyped. Uh... I got it for free with my PlayStation 4. I traded it in for 20 bucks. Good move. Very good move. Um, this next one, we're actually going to end up spending... Pro I'm, I'm going to guess the better part of about 5 to 10 minutes talking about because Seth is super excited about this game. The Division from Path of an Ubisoft. Um, new Tom Clancy title. Uh, I just recently watched the opening trailer for it and... A couple 15, 15 minutes of uh, first gameplay footage, and I have to say I was captivated from the trailer. My fiance was watching it, uh, guys, and Allie honestly thought it was a movie. She was like, "When are we going see it?" Yeah, I was like, "It's a good. video." Um, so Seth, why don't you go ahead and take the floor? Tell us what you're excited about for Division. Uh, keep in mind well. we're on a time frame. Yes, uh, I'll keep it short and simple. Uh, the game did get delayed till next year, which that's okay by me. Uh, I mean, the game's been in the works for a couple of years now. They have a brand new engine they built for the game, the uh, the Snowdrop engine. It looks gorgeous. This game deserves the time that it needs to get finished because it's gonna be it's gonna be that must-own title for next gen. It's gonna be a true next gen game, uh, third-person shooter. Tactical RPG elements, open world, it's going to be awesome. And I'm excited to see what else they're going to bring for E3 from last year because it seems like every year that it's been at E3, they've, they've given us a little bit more and it's looked better and better and more polished. So I'm hoping that not, not too much is given away. But I definitely want to see something, maybe a little bit of more gameplay, maybe mm -hmm. talk a little bit more about the story that's involved and the multiplayer aspect definitely how that's going to go into, uh, how it's going to play into the game. Because it already looks gorgeous. Everyone that's seen it has absolutely just been blown away. Right. And uh, it's definitely a big project. And I think it's going to be a great title for Tom Clancy to get back in the in the game, per se. You know, no pun intended. <laughs> but they have that in the Siege, and I think the Division, in my opinion, the Division is way up ahead of the radar than uh, Siege is. So. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple other games that are coming out. Um, uh, the Enhanced Edition of Divinity Original Sin, which I heard was an amazing game from uh, Larian Studios. Uh, Doom is being released on PS4 and Xbox One PC. I'm glad uh, it's still made by that. Id, too. So glad. Yes, it's yes. still made by Id. Um, still made by scary Id, but shit. it is being released by Bethesda. Yeah. That is awesome. That is so, awesome. You know Bethesda is the shit. Bethesda, Bethesda is, is the shit. shit. Uh, Fable Legends from Linehead Studios. Xbox One, Ooh. PC, Xbox exclusive. It's, it's Monolith, right? Pretty much right? Microsoft. 
What's that? Yeah. Monolith, uh, that's dude's name that made yes. the table. Yeah, he's going to promise something that he can't keep again. Yeah, it's pretty again. Much Microsoft exclusive. I won't be able to fucking play it. The only fable that was worth a shit was the first one, second, so let's all just agree on that one. For, okay, the second, second one was, was plausible. The, it was good, but it, it just second didn't hit me right. Now it's a myth, and we're trying to fucking debunk it? Calm down, <laughs> Jamie Mustache. I might want to play Fable. That looks pretty cool. Mm. Fable's been a they're changing, they're changing it so much, though. Yeah. You know, I don't know. The, Fable Legends is is going in a completely new direction. And new doesn't always mean good because they're changing it from this hero story you created, blah blah blah, to where now you're gonna have multiple heroes working together, going against a player that can control an a, a, an enemy boss type bad guy or whatever. That's the only thing that they've really shown. It's just kind of like I don't I don't know what Peter Malo fucking oh, Molotov fuckface is doing Molotov with. I don't know what he's doing with this franchise, but he he had something great and he's just shitting on I'm it every time he comes out. Right now, I don't know. Okay, it so is this is different. why the two of them won't enjoy this game probably as much as John and I would. Uh, they they took inspiration from the business model of League of Legends and Dota yeah. two. I mean, I'm not yeah. telling you it's going to be a MOBA. I'm just saying they took the same yeah. business model. It's, it definitely has characteristics of it, from what I've seen. Uh, the next game on the list we're going to skip over because that's later. Um, Farming Simulator 2015. No one gives a shit. Forza 6. <laughs> um, okay, you like to drive cars fast. Play Grand Theft Auto. Uh, new Gears of War title. Yeah, that's what I'm excited about. Haven't seen. Uh, oh. Seth hates this franchise with a fucking passion. <laughs> John and I have played every single Gears of War game together, and we're not gonna stop with this one. Two why do you hours hate Gears of War, Seth? <laughs> I Seth, can't play third person. I can't play third person. That's what it Seth is. Seth has it's no not, idea no, 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 no. how to fucking aim with a third person. No, I love third person games. I just don't like that one for some. Fucking reason. Oh, it's because I have a chainsaw in my hand that can cut somebody in half. Fuck no, that's shit. awesome. The game had the game. Look, I'll give this series this. It has awesome ideas and it has you know over the top set pieces and all that stuff. And the story is great. I just don't know what it is about the feel of the game. I do not like. I don't know why. Is it because you're not good at it? I mean, no. I played like I didn't like the multiplayer. Okay, and the multiplayer was just fucking all over the place. But it, I don't know, it just felt like I, it had weight to it, which was good, but it felt just, sl I don't know, I don't know what it is. There's just something in his brain that tells him he hates Gears. He I just don't it. like it, I don't know why. And I played all through the first one, I completed the first one, I played, I think, all the way through the second one. I think, I think I got towards the end and I was like, eh, I kind of lost interest yeah, in it. And then I just... realized how long it's been since that Gears of War title came out. I think it's been almost, what, six years? Five years? Six or seven years, yeah. yeah. It's, been, it's somewhere yeah. in that area. It's almost, it's in the second half of a decade, I would yeah. say. Uh, I don't I don't down talk the game. You know, I don't think it's a shitty game. I just, me personally, I just don't like the feel of it. I don't know why. I, I'm just... For me, I'm wondering if they're going to bring back old characters or they're just going with a whole different thing. I'm kind of hoping they go for a whole new new thing because using some of the same characters, I mean, their yeah, stories are done. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's like, 
it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no, let's move on. Exactly. Um, I don't think I don't think Epic would fuck that up though. I don't think they'd fuck it up. Cliffy uh, B knows how to handle his franchise. I don't think it's done by Epic. Really? Yeah, the Coalition is a part of Epic. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Thought, yeah. But I thought Cliffy B left. I don't know if he left or not. I think I, he left. I'm sure he's still affiliated. No, I think he left. If I remember correctly, huh? I remember him well. leaving. Oh, uh, well, my news is out of date then. <laughs> All right. Um, Guitar Hero Live from Activision. Finally, a new fucking Guitar Hero title, guys. And another. How long uh, have we fucking some. waited? Uh, PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, Xbox 360, and PS3. This is the, probably wow. the smartest move Activision made, covering every support. damn console that they can think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I'm excited for. I'll, I'll, I'll probably play it. I, I really enjoy it. Though. And hopefully, at this point, with technology, they can fix the high-def defini- definition yeah, that lag, was screen lag. Uh, Halo 5 Guardians 343, we won't talk about. It's uh, Xbox exclusive. Um, I like how he doesn't like to talk about Xbox exclusives. Yeah, no, right. No, <laughs> we talked. We talked about. We talked we, about. We talked. About, we talked about the aim of. Uh, we talked yeah. about gears. We talked about fucking. Um, <laughs> uh, fuck. Where was it? Fable. Uh, I mean, wh- what do you want to talk about about Halo Five Guardians that hasn't been said? I mean, I, I know. So I know. Well, I read they, earlier that uh, the campaign is you're always going to have three companions uh, yeah. with you at a time. You won't have to. Uh, pay to play co-op. That's a good change. Um, uh, the only reason I don't want to talk about it is yeah, because it's, 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 they're whole going towards the esports scene. Yeah, multiplayer. the multiplayer is is it's not a good move. I think the campaign's gonna oh, be solid though. Yeah, definitely. Campaign's gonna be just. I stopped liking Halo when Bungie stopped. Once three four three took over, I had no interest in the franchise whatsoever. That's understandable. I mean, no, but, Bungie yeah. fucked up on Reach, son. Oh wow, this is a contrasting conversation <laughs> because I fucking love Reach. Bungie fucked up on Reach, son. Wow. I don't. Uh, let's we'll, not get into that. We'll, we'll get into that. We can be a whole video. Yes, we will make a whole podcast about the Halo series. Um, next in the list is Harvest Moon: Seeds of Memories. Um, this is more of an Ash type of game. Have you ever played any of the Harvest Moon titles, Ashley? Uh, I played a, I played a few of them. I haven't played it in a while, so. I'm well, not there's sure what a new one coming out one. for PC, Wii U, and mobile. Uh, that wow, PC. You can look. Yeah, PC. That's oh, cool. That'll be Lego Dimensions for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, scrolling down a little bit further, just picking up. Uh, that that one will be in the other one, the new Need for Speed from uh, e- Ghost Games and EA. Uh, that's going to be all on your next-gen consoles. Uh, Overkill's Walking Dead from 505. Oh, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. I looked on it just a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the Resident oh. Evil Zero. Yeah, cool. I heard about that. HD, which John and I are Advent Resident Evil fans. Yep, love it. Own everything. Resident Evil, own John it. has the entire Resident Evil collection, and every time I visit his house, I look at it, I get jealous, I want to hit him with a fucking stick. Um, uh, the new Tomb mind? Raider. I'm sorry to bring. Oh my god! You still need to help me beat six. I, I will help you beat six. I will. We'll schedule that sometime this weekend. Okay. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is going to be the Xbox One and uh, Xbox 360, both yes. time exclusives. 
Which is so uh, strange. I'm sorry, Sony fan. I have to say that Tomb Raider is a, was a damn good game. The last one I watched. Yeah, uh, totally get that. Play it. Uh, it, was, uh, it looked like so a good game. Uh, everything was done perfectly well, and I raged Vim- so hard at that game, but it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Having that as Xbox exclusive, that's definitely going to help uh, Microsoft in the long run. Yes, that's a big move. Yeah. Sony got fucked twice this year. Did you realize that? I know we did, they, but they lost Rise of the Tomb or Tomb Raider, and then they lost Silent Hills. Yeah. Well, we all lost Silent Hills. Hills. We all lost. That'll be another fucking episode because I could talk about that for an hour. Uh, Rock Band oh, yes. 4 from Harmonix, Xbox One, PS4, new Rock Band guys. Uh, Star Fox, Wii U. There's going to be a new Star Fox game. I did hear about that. When's the last time you guys played Star Fox? Yesterday. 3DS. Uh, I don't know. I think when I was born. I don't know. Wow. Jesus. Wow. Uh, Sniper Ghost Warrior 3. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront from Dice and EA. Damn, I'm exactly. really hoping they don't drop the ball on this one. Oh, it's Dice. Excited. Dice. Dice won't drop. But the cautious. Ball. Um, the, the only game Dice ever dropped the ball on was Medal of Honor. They shouldn't even have done that. And Hardline. Hardline. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't made by Street? Dice. No, no, it was EA. But yeah, well, you it's know, the EA yeah. shit. We know this. Street Fighter Five from Capcom. So fucking disappointing that it's. The only console that's going to be on is my fucking console. Oh, that's uh, a stick. I'm it's not so slow. Because they ported Street Fighter 4 from previous gen to this gen, and it's probably the shittiest, most laziest port I've ever seen. It I is. watch videos on it. It is. Fuck Capcom. I'm done with Capcom. That was, bo- that was, a, that was a That's a shit move on their part. Uh, the Walking Dead from Telltale Games, new Walking Dead series, uh, and that's going to be... It's to be announced. I'm almost positive it's going to be on Steam. Uh, probably Steam first, and then it'll leak over to the uh, consoles. Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to be a disappointing game because they're probably doing I think it is. Same thing as Halo. They're probably trying to make it to where I'm going to esports. They, they said they were going to, towards the esports to try to go more towards the hardcore, like Counter Strike yeah. crowd. All right, and it's a disappointment. Yeah. We got just at 15 minutes left, so we are now going to talk about probably the most hyped games that we are probably excited for. I want to say it. First thing, well, the first thing we're going to talk about, okay, is the Microsoft Hololens. Ooh, yes, the future. (laughs) Now, everyone with um, what was that thing called? That everybody, every YouTuber was wearing, wearing on their head. Oculus, Oculus Rift. Rift. Now, yes. Oculus Rift well, is like, here's, you know, your VR. Now, the Microsoft HoloLens decides, fuck virtual reality. Let's go with augmented reality, which I think that's the true future. Yeah. Well, it's a nice mixture of both, you know. Especially with what they're doing is in the tech demo that they showed was impressive. Hopefully they they implement that with um what was the other thing they talked about with the living room like changing your living room yeah. stuff around. You know? they, they said they they uh, can implement a 3D printing off of it too. So whatever you make with the Hololens, you can yes, a 3D printer. That's an amazing yes. integration. Yeah. The if they execute it properly. Yeah, execute properly, which it sounds great on paper. They they, they showed a demo of it. Uh, I watched them make a helicopter. Yeah, seen the same video. Yeah. So you it was impressive. The guy his dick around. Yeah. 
<laughs> helicopter, helicopter. <laughs> hey, we could all went to meat spin for that. Uh, <laughs> I remember somebody watched about 5,000 rotations. <laughs> Fuck you, I wasn't at my computer. You turned it on, I didn't know. Um, sure. Going... We're going to go from the bottom of this list, guys, and we're, the, the very first thing we're going to talk about is what's on everyone's mind right now. So the next thing we're going to talk about is Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Now, I paid for that little fucking demo, demo. that was the first Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> I am not mad about it. That game has been fucking amazing. I've replayed it at least three times now. I'm so excited about The Phantom Pain. Uh, and guys, that is going to be out on every single console that you could possibly imagine. That is going to be PS4, Xbox One, PC, PS3, and Xbox 360. Um, Kojima never lets down. No, nope. except for Silent Hills, of course. Silent Hills, yeah. yeah. Another video. <laughs> uh, no Man's Sky, which, <laughs> fuck you guys. No Man's Sky, the PS4 exclusive. Impressive and very ambitious title. I'm kind of disappointed that it's going to be PS4 exclusive. I'm the amount of time it would take for you to explore every single planet in every galaxy of that game, they said you somewhere around 44 fucking years of gameplay. Yeah, you won't be able to do it. The vastness of this game blows my dick away. I'm so excited for it, and we will definitely have some sort of video on uh, a longer podcast on these uh, more upcoming games uh, as more news comes out on them. Uh, the new Legend of Zelda, which is going to be coming out for the Wii U. Uh... <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure a lot of Nintendo fans are going to be happy about yeah. that. Hopefully it they're is. not going to cry. I would cry. I would cry. I mean, I'm excited, but I don't care. It absolutely looks amazing. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait for this. It it, it looks beautiful. I mean, the vastness of it. It, it almost, it, it's the most open world that they could have done with it, and it, it, it looks amazing. I, see, I honestly cannot wait for it. Um, <clears throat> the Last Guardian. <laughs> I've been waiting for this game <laughs> since 2008. When you I and everybody else. Shadow of the Colossus. I've, every year, they, it's like, it's like my dick just went through the glory hole and they like just brushed the tip of it in like 2012. <sighs> and it took them from 2007 to 2012 just to brush the tip. And it's like, when's going to be my time? You know, like, when are you just going to grab it, yank me through the wall? Unfortunately, I'm really excited. I'm hoping we find out more about this game for E3. Um, this is probably a title that Seth is a little more excited about than anyone else. Uh, Mass Effect 4. Yes. And then I have the collector's edition too this year. Seth and John have played Mass Effect a lot more than I have. I haven't touched the series at all. Yes, it's just strange. Me Amazing. I like Mass Effect, but I don't like Gears of War. It's the same thing, kind of. <laughs> See, I like Mass Effect. I like the way it well, feels. It, it, it has an amazing has story. Feel, yeah, and it does have a lot of it. It's like playing one of the most epic sci fi movies. Mm, I like, tried it's like, it. I didn't get far. It, it's. It takes, it's an investment. Yeah. I will say that. 
and I'm I am excited for the next Mass Effect because we're starting a whole new story in the universe. No more Commander Shepard. You can't impregnate new... blue bitches as Commander Shepard anymore. I'm sure you'll be able to fuck everything because yeah, it's a Mass you Effect can't do game. Do it as Shepard. Can you imagine having his eyes roll back in his head again while he's getting <laughs> on with it? Those glitches that I've seen from Mass Effect videos are amazing. Number two on our list, guys. Um, this is a game that I know very good damn well about that. I'm excited about Seth's excited about John's excited about it. Dark Souls 3 coming Ooh. from software, uh, coming fresh off of their fucking Bloodborne release this year, uh, mentioned that Dark Souls 3 is going to be ready for an early 2016 release. Uh, we might see them put it out around the same time that they put out Bloodborne. Uh, I'm hoping that at the at E3 that they're going to announce some kind of Bloodborne DLC, but we'll talk about Bloodborne later. Seth couple minutes dark souls 3 go uh whole new world obviously great looking screenshots they've shown new summoning systems that's interesting Bust so it's going to bring it it's going to bring a change to pvp it's going to bring a change to pvp and they thought they were doing that with bloodborne and look how fucked up that made they made well that hopefully they use it as a learning a, tool, uh, oh, yeah, you, a guys, learning tool. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys get the learning tool yeah well uh, regardless, it's going to be a full-on next-gen mm -hmm. new Dark Souls game, so it's going to be awesome. Uh, from the looks of it, it's kind of reminiscent of Dark Souls, but also has elements of Demon Souls in it, you know, and even more city-esque escapes a la Bloodborne. So hopefully, you know, we get a little bit of information. I don't want too much, and I'm hoping that they take their time with it, and maybe Miyazaki will talk about it a little bit, and probably some press conferences or whatever i mean he's so he's so in the in the mystery of his fucking dark souls games you never really can know what the fuck he's trying to say half the time because he's so fucking cryptic about his damn game so we might get a little bit but i'm not expecting too much other than what we've already seen and maybe a teaser trailer so john what are you excited about for dark souls 3 anything that you want to add to it i'm just excited for the new uh PvP system, actually. I like the, I like the way they they presented it. I think, like the what I seen leaked. I think it'll be right. interesting. Now you see the another thing that they're doing that's coming full circle is um, in Demon Souls they had that entire white and dark world tendencies depending on what you did affected the game and how you would further PvP, how you would you know go further on the game. And I'm excited to see how it's gonna go uh, when it comes out. And finally, guys, the last game on our list. Uh, we got roughly five minutes to talk about it. Ashley, if you want to go ahead and do the honors and announce what game we are all hyped oh my for God. for E3 2015. Fallout 4. Fallout 4. <laughs> I cannot express how excited I was when Fallout I woke 11. up. I was off that day. Seth texts me, and I wake up to watch this Fallout 4 trailer. I'm like, this isn't real. I watch it. <laughs> My dick became so hard it took out a NASA satellite. Wow. I have to, I'm going to have to make payments for like the next 20 years, but worth it. I love the Fallout franchise. I love Bethesda. I, I have nothing bad to say about Bethesda. I'm Now, put a pin in it, we'll sneak around. I'm sure Seth's wife has some pretty nasty words about Bethesda right now uh, with uh, the botching of the ESO launch for a console, yeah. but not that bad actually no, Fallout 4 is just 
it makes everything finally come full circle. We finally get a new Fallout game. We don't get Fallout 3 in a different location and call it New Vegas. We get Boston. We get Boston. 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 We I'm, get... I'm calling it right now. Every NPC is going to sound like Mark Wahlberg. I'm calling it. <laughs> Every one of them. Mark Wahlberg and Ted. Oh, Mark no. Wahlberg. Fuck you, Thunder. You can suck the cock. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right, Fallout Four. Minutes, guys. Seth, you you go into your your first speech. What? Tell us why you're excited about Fallout Four. Well, obviously, it's going to be a next gen Fallout. I'm excited for the location. Uh, it definitely reminds me of Fallout Three. Which New Vegas I played. It was it was fun, but I, I liked Fallout Three more, and I think that this is going to go more in that direction. The uh, from the gameplay that we've seen, it is nice looking. A lot of people kind of complain. They complain about the graphics, but if they really think about Fallout 3 and how it looked, like the vanilla 3, and you look at Fallout 4, no, it's not even comparable. I don't know where they're getting that from. That's just some people just trying to make a fuss about it. It looks. I just want to bitch about shit. No, I'll put the picture up on the, the, the slide for everyone to see right now. It, and it's. It's a comment that someone made, and it was like, Fallout 3, Fallout 4, the graphics look the same. It honestly yeah. looks like I'm looking at fucking... Uh, it looks like Dog I'm opening shit. my window compared to looking at, like, a Tetris on fucking yeah. Atari. You know what I mean? Like it, it, And I'm pretty sure someone's going, oh, Tetris wasn't on Atari. Oh, I'm making a jack-off <laughs> motion with my hand right now. You get the fucking off. reference, cunts. Um, I, I think that uh, the... The thing that I noticed from the trailer is that the world seems much more populated than it did in 3. Yeah. So we're going to get, hopefully, more NPC interaction, more shit going on in the world. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot more buildings. Not A lot less open space. You know, which wasn't bad in Fallout 3, but I'm, I'm liking how much more populated the world seems from the gameplay trailer. And, uh... There's a lot more details, obviously, but there's just so much more going on in the game. And uh, excited to see where our story goes through and uh, what's the kind of like the main plot of the game. I'm, I'm excited. I know that it's going to have something to do with the Commonwealth because they kind of talked about that, which a lot of NPCs and characters talked about in 3. Right. So we're going to get to see some more of that in Fallout 4. John, what are you excited about Fallout 4? Um, same thing as Seth. I won't go into much detail because it's basically the same thing you said. It's the same thing. <laughs> We're very like-minded individuals here at the reset. Uh, Ash, what about you? Uh, I'm excited to see how the graphics are. And like Seth said, it looks a lot more populated than the other game. Mm -hmm. Than uh, New Vegas. Um, crap. I'm just excited to play it. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, guys, that pretty much wraps up our very I, I got a question. What? Closing what statements. What do you got, John? Close, close. Uh, well, what other games are you excited for that you think might be at E3? Like mine would be Kingdom Hearts, because they had nothing. I will agree. That. That's a strong possibility. Um, uh, it should be shown because last year they showed it, and so I don't see why they would show it this year. Last year they the shit out of it. Yeah. Uh, I, on something that's not on the list, I will agree with you on that Kingdom Hearts. Mhm. Mm because I love the first two games, and. Oh yeah. I'm, they need a true sequel. Yeah. They do. Not all this fucking 50 million, you know, whatever the fuck you want to call those games. In-betweens or whatever yeah, the fuck they are. Fill fillers. Space <laughs> anime fillers, yes. 
Right. Well, guys, the, that'll be the first episode wrapped up of the reset. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, we'll have everyone just give a give a little shout out. You know, let everyone tell everyone bye. Seth, go ahead. See y'all fuckers later. Bye, guys. John. Late. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and be sure to check out. Our new episodes every week of The Reset on the Reset Gaming YouTube channel. See ya!